Move by Mamma Mia is the exercise app for anybody, anywhere. And in case you missed it, we dropped a brand new stretching collection that can be used to improve mobility and bookend your favourite sweat sessions. Mamma Mia subscribers get unlimited access to Move and we drop new workouts every single week. If you're on the hunt for movement that makes you feel good, head to move.mamamia.com.au and use the code MOVE10 to get $10 off a yearly subscription. You're listening to a Mamma Mia podcast. From Mamma Mia, I'm Chantelle Otten and welcome to Sealed Section, the podcast that answers the sex questions you're too afraid to ask your girlfriends. This week, we're talking about kinks. A kink can be almost anything. It's just what turns you on. But you often don't know what you like until you try it. I get a lot of questions from people asking about how to introduce kinks into their relationship and also how to figure out what works for them. So let's do a quick run through about what kink is. When I think of kink, I'm thinking of any sexual behavior that is outside the norm. But what is the norm? Kink can mean different things to different people. And some just assume we're talking about 50 shades of BDSM. And whilst we can talk about BDSM, kink means so much more. Sometimes our kinks are specific to our sexual fantasies. So maybe it's practices we like to do with a partner or a group of people. Or maybe it's something that just gives us pleasure that has nothing to do with sex. So if it's outside of what you think is erotically normal, then it sounds like something that you will find kinky. Now, the biggest thing that we must talk about when it comes to kinky play is consent. Every sexual experience should be having nothing but enthusiastic consent at every single level. But when we're trying something new, like a kink, we really need to have a clear conversation about it beforehand so we know what we're actually consenting to. I don't want anyone to get jumped, get surprised during their erotic experiences. It's very important to talk about it with your sexual partner prior to playing together. So, for example, if you want to introduce a flogger into the bedroom, a flogger is a handle with some straps that we can use to whip or stroke or tease a partner. We can't just spring it on them and pull it out from underneath the pillow during sex. We actually need to talk about what we are doing. How are we whipping them? How hard? Where is it aimed at? Who's hitting who? And why we're enjoying it? This might sound a little bit pedantic to go through all of this, but we never want to put our sexual partner into a position where they agreed to something that they don't fully understand and vice versa. You never want to agree to something that you don't fully understand and then you get a bit of a shock or maybe a nasty surprise during your erotic experience. So paint the picture of how the experience or scene is going to play out and I guarantee you, you're going to have a lot more fun. One thing that is also very important to talk about is kink shame. Now, this is a really big one when engaging in kink as 
many people are often terrified to express a kink to their partner due to the fear of how their partner might react. Society already tells us not to talk about vanilla sex or normal sex or just sex in general because it's taboo and shameful on its own according to what society has spoken about. And hopefully during this podcast we can debunk a bit of those myths and give you more confidence to talk openly about sex. But let's also talk about adding in latex and spanking. It makes sense that people get nervous when sharing their sexual kinks. So let's all just be a little bit kinder. Having a kink does not make you any less. You are not bad or dirty or shameful or anything nasty that people might say. You're actually a really amazing human who knows what they want erotically. And I think that is really cool. So if you are thinking about kink shame and you're a little bit concerned or if your partner has come out with a kink that they want to explore with you, remember it's not okay to yuck someone's yum. What is yummy to them and might not be yummy to you doesn't really matter. It's about working it out together as a team and not working against each other. Now, one thing that I really want to talk about as well is safe words. If you're going to explore the world of kink, whether with a partner or alone, go forward with an open mind and maybe open legs and don't judge yourself if you discover something new and weird that turns you on. But remember, there's always an opportunity to pause or fully stop erotic play that involves kink or any erotic play at all. And that's about coming up with a safe word. Now, for some reason, every time I talk about a safe word, I say the word pineapple. I don't know. I think it's just super obscure and I really like it for erotic play. So pineapple is a really great safe word, but you can come up with anything as long as you're not going to get it confused while you are playing with your partner. So it has to be something a little bit out of the norm so that they're not thinking that you're encouraging them by saying, oh, babe, but that's your safe word or stop. That's your safe word, but that's actually not what it means. So I would suggest going with something a little bit more fruity and seeing if that will agree with both of you. And I think that's a really great way of making sure that you've got all your bases covered when you are playing together. Now, remember your sexuality is yours. So be kind to yourself on your kinky journey. And if your partner is sharing their kinks with you too, then I think you have to remember that you don't have to be into it yourself, but you need to be open-minded about talking about their kinks and what it means to them and why they would consider it pleasurable. So we have our first question for our kinky episode and it's a really great one. I think a lot of you will be able to relate. I've been with my partner for a while now, since we were young. How do I figure out what we like together and whether we are into any kinks when we've been having sex the same way for so long? Well, look, I think this is a really great question. And for me, it comes back to your sexual menu. No one knows how to have sex the right way or the most, I don't know, perfect way because there is no perfect when it comes to sex and no one gives us a guidebook on how to be erotic. It's something that we have to figure out along the way. So when we first had sex with someone, 
it's not like we went in there with the most confidence. We actually had to make an agreement together to learn as a team about what we like and what we don't like. And it's the same when it comes to kink. It's actually about having a chat first and saying, well, I know some kinky play could be maybe adding in some whips or floggers into the bedroom or maybe BDSM or bondage. But I also know that kinky play is about aftercare, so the recovery time afterwards, which is really essential, where we assess each other's needs from an emotional and physical level. And I know that's super important when it comes to kink and BDSM. So There's no better way to get acquainted with the world of BDSM than by skimming through lists of kinky practices and actually doing a little bit of research together. It's actually about educating yourself about pain and pleasure and different types of kinky practices. So I would suggest starting off by saying, babe, I think we should add a little bit of spice into the bedroom and I wanted to try a few things. I don't know if I know what I'm doing. I don't know if I'm going to like them. But what I want to do is really talk about what we could try and what could make things a little bit more interesting and I guess outside of the norm. Is there anything that you've wanted to try that you haven't told me about? For me, these are the things that I would like to have a go at. Why don't we see how we go together? But we need to do it very safely and consensually. And we need to talk about the limits and boundaries of our play together. So first of all, explore these types of topics before you partake in any kinky play. Second of all, just remember to have fun. It's not so serious. I mean, of course, you have to be checking in with each other and making sure that you like it and that you're enjoying the experience. But remember that kink looks different to different sexual partners. I want you to think of it as your erotic menu, but adding on a new list of delicacies to it. At its core, successful kinky sex needs to have communication, patience, trust and understanding, but it's also about what you want to do for your individual circumstances. My partner, we've been together now for seven years and just recently we had our first experience at a swingers club in April. It was the most eye-opening night of my life. I loved every bit of it and we ended up having an orgy which was amazing. He was not super keen to go at all so it was all instigated by me. Um, We'd been trying to organise a threesome and we didn't really know how to go about that and we actually heard Mia interviewing the person from There's No I in Threesome on No Filter and that's sort of actually how it all started. So we yeah, ended up at a club and we've been there a couple of times now. It's just a really great way to explore that a bit more and really fun for me to be able to sleep with a woman, which I have really enjoyed. All right, we have another great question. It is, can you give me some examples of some different types of kinks? I'm interested in spicing up my usual repertoire, but don't know where to start. I mean, this is a really great question because there's so many things on the kinky menu. We have lots of different kinky menu options. 
I think first and foremost, I'm going to tell you what BDSM is. So BDSM is an acronym that stands for bondage, discipline or domination, sadism and masochism, which sounds pretty scary. Bondage is the act of tying down or being tied down during sexual activity. And that might be with a rope, tape, a scarf or chains. Discipline and domination is the idea of relinquishing control to our partner. So having them control our sexual pleasure and potentially punish us for misbehaving. You know, it sounds a lot more hardcore than it actually is. Depending on the punishment, we might want to be naughty on purpose. Sadism refers to people who enjoy inflicting pain on others and masochism is for those who enjoy someone inflicting pain on them. So that might be, for example, liking being spanked or liking being whipped. You don't have to be into every letter of BDSM to be kinky. It's just some options for you. Another thing that's on your kinky menu options is fetishes. So a fetish is a sexual desire for an object or an item of clothing or a body part that brings gratification in a really intense way. You might have heard of a foot fetish before, so someone who gets turned on by feet, or maybe you've heard of a leather or rubber fetish. So wearing leather is really a turn on for a lot of people or seeing their erotic partner dressed up in latex or leather can make them feel a little bit hot under the collar. There's a few things to add to the fetish menu and I invite you to go and explore some options online. Another thing that you can add to your kinky menu is fantasy and role play. Now, this is a really easy one. Fantasy is about creating an imagined scene that is arousing and sexual fantasies are super normal for us all to have and they give us the opportunity to really explore sexual activities and relationships that might not be achievable in real life. Like, for example, I know a lot of us aren't going to be getting with Zac Efron, but it could be a fantasy for us. (laughs) So I also think that there are a lot of really common fantasies that we hear about, like doctor's fantasies, which sound great in your head, but also might not be that achievable in real life. I know a lot of girlfriends that are visiting the same gynecologist at the moment because the fantasy is absolutely real. It gives us the ability to enjoy the idea on its own without any consequences and role play might be about acting out that fantasy. There are a few different ways of interacting with fantasy and role play and you know what it might be about staying inside your inner thoughts or it might be about sharing it with a sexual partner and acting it out. I'll leave that one up to you. Another kinky menu option is group sex. Common group sex scenarios could be sex parties or threesomes or orgies or whatever it is involving more than two people. There's also the option of voyeurism or exhibitionism. So this one I want you to be a bit careful with, even though it's a really fun, kinky menu option. It can be a tad bit dangerous or illegal. So that is having sex in a public place. That is exhibitionism. Watching others 
undress or have sex is voyeurism. Both are super common. They can either be acted on or they can be fantasies. I just want to make sure you're doing it consensually as well. So don't go peeking in anyone's windows because you may get into some legal troubles and you might invade someone's space. Well, you not might, you probably will invade their space. So really, if you think about these menu options, the possibilities are endless when it comes to eroticism. And a lot of people think about their interests and preferences, but they're not sure how to act them out in the bedroom. I invite you to add your kinky menu options onto your usual erotic menu and see how you go with making your fantasy become a reality. So I went and saw a sex show in Amsterdam and I'm going to say this is something I never thought I would do. And so I went purely because a bunch of people I met overseas had gone the night before and they were talking about how great it was and how funny it was. And I was like, we need to go. So I dragged my friend along and we went and we paid 60 Australian dollars to see a few live sex moments. But it was weirdly bizarre and very interesting and I'm glad I went. I would like to know how to navigate um, violent and aggressive sex. I often find myself in situations with a male partner who likes to participate in that kind of sex and I go along with it and I'm not sure if I enjoy it or if I just do it because I've been conditioned to do it and it's kind of all I know now. Yeah, I just want to know kind of how to tell if I enjoy it or not. And then if I do enjoy it, how I can ensure that I'm not just fulfilling a like violent and controlling fantasy for men. I don't like the idea of that. Wow, this is a really great question. And I think this is something that's on a lot of people's minds. So whoever sent this in, you're absolutely not alone. What we're talking about here is power play. So power play is about an imbalanced relationship between a dominant and submissive partner. But it can also bring up strong emotions as well, and some of which you might not fully feel until a later time after the event. So even though you might be open to trying submission, I recommend that you take this time to actually sink into what's going on communicate about it. Take it slow with a partner that you trust. It doesn't have to be every sexual partner that you get with. Just because they're asking for it doesn't mean that you have to give it to them. I think it sounds like it might be a good idea for you to start building trust with whoever you are having sex with and really have a conversation about what submission means and actually talk about how you feel about it. I think that What we need to talk about is actually checking in a lot with dominance and submission. So checking in with your partner, but I think most importantly, checking in with yourself and making sure during your erotic play that you're feeling happy 
and safe. Again, any type of role play or BDSM can bring up some really tough emotions and you might be shocked about how you feel afterwards. So if you are playing with someone who wants to be dominant in the bedroom or wants to be a bit more aggressive, make sure that you come to an understanding of what they're going to actually be doing, how often they're going to be checking in with you and what aftercare they are going to be providing. Is this a cuddle and a debrief after sex? Whatever it is is you have to make sure it remains a positive experience and also you need to have an opportunity to reflect and chat about whether or not it's something that you'd like to keep going. If it doesn't feel right, that's okay. You can call out your safe word and you can stop at any time. But I think the most important thing is that you have to really take some time to reflect and hold space for yourself and recognize, am I doing this because I love the fantasy that I am in? with this person or am I doing this to please them? At the end of the day, you, your safety and your comfort levels are the most important. Dominance and submission in the bedroom is a really fun act for a lot of people, but it doesn't mean that you have to be doing it every single time. You can have different types of sex and if you don't want to do it at all, then that's absolutely okay. Just make sure that you are enjoying whatever erotic experiences that you're participating in. Thank you for listening to this kinky episode of Sealed Section. I hope I've given you some inspiration for perhaps trying something interesting or introducing something new to a partner. Next week is a big one, sex after a baby. You asked, I'm answering. If you want to get in touch with me, you can email us at podcast at mamamia.com.au or you can leave a message on our pod phone at 028999386 or you can find me at Chantel underscore Otten underscore sexologist. This episode was produced by Emmeline Peterson. Thank you for listening. Mamma Mia acknowledges the traditional owners of the land we have recorded this podcast on, the Gadigal people of the Eora Nation. We pay our respects to their elders, past and present, and extend that respect to all Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander cultures.